So my mother was the director of parks and recreation for Clark County in Nevada. And she went to a county commission meeting dressed as Darth Maul and sat there the whole time in this fucking costume. And she said the county commissioner at the very end of the meeting was like, okay, who is Darth Maul? Like, didn't even know who she was. So I'm very proud. I think of that when I think of Darth Maul. Go, Mom. Uh, We love you. We love you. We love you, Mama Marquesi. So great. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide, Disco Citizens, the podcast where gorehounds and best friends, Terry Gamble and Julia Marchesi, break down a different horror movie each week, exploring a multitude of genres, subgenres, and sub-subgenres, classic and cult, international and underground flicks alike, determining which films are the goriest, and offering up Horror Movie Survival Guide tips to, to help, help you, you stay alive. Hello, Disco Citizens. Welcome to another fine episode of Horror Movie Survival Guide. I'm Terry, and we have my lovely co-host, Miss Julia. This is talking about 2010's Insidious. Title of this episode is The Universe is Deathless, and the tagline for this movie is The further you travel, the darker it gets. This mm-hmm. was directed by Lee Winnell and I mean sorry, written by Lee Winnell and directed by James Wan. King uh, of the movie, Conjuring, King of the Conjuring, the Nun, so many things. So this movie, uh, I would just like to point out for enough, first off the bat, the movie. This movie is PG thirteen, which is a laugh because this movie should not be PG thirteen. This movie should be R one hundred percent. But this movie is very, very, very derivative of Poltergeist, and Poltergeist is PG. So you go, yeah, ah, you know, okay, true that, you know? true that, true that. Um, also, just different time, and also like clearly they were trying to get the kids into the cinema uh, for this, the high schoolers, you know, like sure. like uh, teenage boys and horror movies go hand in hand, do they not? Tailor made teenage kids, look at you, um, it's tailor, true, tailor made um, for for the children, um, and also to scare the crap out of kids because it's like this kid is getting haunted, he's not gonna get haunted. This sure. great stuff. So yeah, and I love, um, also, you know, I love Patrick Wilson more than anything. I love him so much. Mm. Oklahoma, I know he's not your favorite, but he is mine. I love him. Such a cutie. Such a good actor. I love him. Uh, well, and this is Want what we- Want to smash we, him? What do we make out with his face? No, this is, this is, we've talked about this on our podcast before. Um, Patrick Wilson does absolutely nothing for me. I don't, I just, he's just a blank slate to me. I don't see what everybody else sees. He's fine, but he, and, and Roseburn- who I generally I like. I love okay. her. Yeah, I think she's I great. I don't. I don't like her very much in this movie. I It's they feel like they're playing, they're playing the parts, but they're not giving me like they're doing what they need. Like they're hitting the beats yeah, and they're, they're giving me the, the tears done. and the yeah. whole bit. But I don't. I'm not. I don't. I just feel like it. her better in a comedy all day, any day, or like sure. a dramedy or dark comedy. She's so good on that show, Physical. That's I think on Apple or something like that. Um, one of the yeah i think it's on apple she's so good and she's so great in bridesmaids like she's such a great actress um and i love it when she's in like like i said weird comedies and dramedies this is not that this is just sad um sad mom role and i i don't want to see her be a sad mom i want to see her do other stuff it's like uh when on a writer and stranger things we're just like give me back my son like that's your whole part that's all you get (laughs) give me back my son (laughs) give her give me give me give me more to work with so we meet our family, the Lamberts, who have newly moved into a, a beautiful house with uh, two sons and a baby girl. And so we, it start, as any any good poltergeist will do, is that you start off real small, books falling Ooh. off the shelf, nothing mm-hmm. to worry about, blaming the kids. Boxes then, in weird places in the house where they shouldn't be, things like that. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. 
uh, she's going to find the attic. So this is always something that is interesting. So it, it appears to me that she has not found this attic before, right? She's seeing this attic for the first time. If you go to tour a house, there's no fucking way you're not opening every goddamn door and like, what's behind this? Of course you would. It's not like you buy a house and like, hey, secret room. Like it's right we next to her bedroom. We had an attic that I never went in at my, at my parents' last house. Do you know what I mean? Though, like before we moved in. And so we went but it's in not there. Like, but it was probably like a thing in the ceiling, right? It's not like a door that you opened a staircase. Correct. It was a thing in the ceiling. Yeah. Thing in the ceiling, I understand. Most people mm -hmm. wouldn't go in that, but just like mm -hmm. a door. So she goes in the attic, which is a little bit creepy. Uh, then later More than that a day, little. It's very creepy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's it, it looks like a dusty attic. It doesn't look yeah. like terrifying to me, but her little yeah. boy followed Dalton, follows suit that day and ends up falling off of a ladder uh, trying to turn on the light. And But we see as an audience, so he falls off the ladder, he seems okay, bonks his head, but then looks off screen onto something and looks terrified and starts screaming. So he's not screaming because he fell off the ladder. He's screaming because something happened after the ladder, but we don't see what that is. And so when they go to find him the next morning, he is in a coma. Yep. And so they take him to the hospital and they try to figure out what the heck is wrong with him. They run a battery of tests and they cannot find out what's wrong with him. The, the, the doctors are kind of perplexed. They're like, we don't know. Um, he doesn't have the normal kind of signs that you normally have from a coma. So they're just attributing it to like, you know, we, we can't figure it out. It's got to be something related to his fall. And that's all they got. But he's in there for three months. And they're like, we're going to just bring him home because there's no need to keep him in the hospital. If you guys don't know, we don't know. We're just going to try to take care of him at home and, and do that. Mm-hmm. So mom hears a, uh, they have a baby monitor for the little girl and she hears a male voice over the baby monitor while she's home alone saying there's nothing you can do. Uh, when she runs upstairs, there's no one there. So the little girl, the, the baby girl cries a lot. So we don't know in this movie if she's just a fussy baby or if she's seeing fucking sh shit in her room that she can't explain. Uh, the right. little other little boy, Foster, says that he doesn't like his room. He wants to change rooms. Yeah. wants to change rooms because he can hear Dalton walking around at night. Yep. So this is where uh, mom starts to uh, lose it because uh, there's like banging on the door in the middle of the night. There's nobody there. She goes into the baby's room and sees a man and yep. screams. And Josh is doing the typical horror movie male thing of not believing her. And he's yep. like, yeah, it, you're fine. It's nothing. Science and reason because he's a professor, you know, kind of person. So he's trying to be the voice of reason constantly. But he also you can tell that maybe he's trying to suppress maybe something because he doesn't want to believe it even though he might maybe believe it mm -hmm. um but there's a bloody handprint um you know that they're gonna oh sorry i jumped ahead too far um um but yeah so she, he you know she's like we gotta we gotta get out of here this this uh <laughs> this is not great and um you know keeps finding things and and um they have a thing where the alarm goes off in the middle of the night and there's no one there but then the front door is open and she's scared of the house that she keeps seeing uh, this man in and she she wants she finds this bloody handprint on Dalton's sheets mm -hmm. and so she wants to move yep and to my delight they actually move yeah and I was like all right cool they never yeah, that would be a horror movie story tip like if you in a haunted house and the house is like being like you should probably leave you're like okay we leave now like you know yeah. we give it back to the ghost right but like, how many horror movies does that happen in where people are like we should leave this house and then they actually leave Impressive. never Never. Like, never. So this I was excited too. I was like, fuck yeah. But then you're like, oh no. As soon as they go over there, mama's playing a record, and all of a sudden she walks outside to take out the trash and the record scratch, scratch. We get the song again, which we got earlier. And I was like delighted because I love me some tiny fucking Tim. 
we're getting some tiptoe through the tulips. And I was like, oh, no, always creepy. Yes. And Blood if you would, if, oh, if harvest, you, <laughs> yeah, if you would like to see Tiny Clint, Tiny Tim as a clown in a horror movie, Blood Harvest is for you. That's a movie that we covered. It's quite a film. Currently Tiny on Tim, TV, I believe, because it. it was fed up to me the other day in my algo. And I was like, yep, I'm always talking about Tiny Your Tim. Algo. <laughs> You know, the algorithm that feeds me my movies. I love I know, it. I know. Um. Uh, so so they actually move, but she sees someone in the new house. So uh, she sees a little kid ghost and like straight up oh. sees this one. It's been fleeting glances before. Now she actually sees it. And so uh, like, she calls in a little newsy cap. He looks a little old timey boy. You're like, oh, no, a little old timey child haunting mm -hmm. my home. Oh, shit. The little kid running and the giggling. We always we always love that. Mm -hmm. So at first she calls a priest who uh, is just in and out of this movie. I was like, oh, I thought the priest was going to have more to do in this movie. And he's like, no, she calls him and then that, we never see him again. And especially like, in a okay. James Wan like flick, there's usually a lot right. more like God where's people our, Where's available. our Christian superheroes? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm glad this movie doesn't have that Jesus. Um, so the so the mom comes over, played by our, our Barbara, <laughs> Barbara Hershey, who, who can see that something is wrong as well. She says she knows she had had a dream where everything went wrong and then this is what's happening in this house. So uh, she knows who can help. So she yeah. calls, she makes a call and we meet Specs and Tucker. This is Lee Winnell, the writer as Specs and Angus Simpson as Tucker, who are our comedy relief as this bumbling paranormal activity duo. They delighted me so much. I love them. Um, just, you know, the, the banter of like, who's more important? Um, they're Beavis and Butthead, you know, right? It's just like, neither one of you are important in this whole thing. Like, I mean, you're important, but not. You're not Elise. You're not you're not the main the main person, but you're there to go scope shit out ahead of time and check check it all out. And uh, they do. But then they are, I think, to their surprise, actually find some paranormal shit happening in this house. It's not just faulty wiring. This is not like a normal call for them where they're like, OK, we usually just walk through and it's like nothing's happening. This is the real deal. Yeah, it's it's really fun. They have all of this uh paranormal activity devices that they're using the emf and they machines, have one yes yeah and tucker has one that's uh, different uv light filters it's basically on a ViewMaster that he is modified which is adorable but i think the the that the camera work of them using all the different uv filters is really Gorgeous. fun mm -hmm. and then uh, one of the ones he clicks over and he sees the ghost so now he goes okay well we need to call this they were the precursors they go in and they make sure that this is legit and then they call elise who is played by lynn shay this is one of the biggest parts i've ever seen lynn shay have and i was very glad to see her killing it as yeah. she always does she's fantastic so she's the expert she comes in and is like okay um, based on what we're seeing and what's happening, this is what I think you have. I, you know, um, she goes through and, um, she tries to tell them what's, what's the what. And Josh is like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I entertained all this shit, mama. Uh, Renee, we need to, I don't, I can't, I can't do this. This is all bullshit. Can you, this is ridiculous. Um, the things that she is saying cannot be true. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying, she basically says that Dalton is astral projecting and going into another realm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like absolute horseshit. Bye bye, and makes them leave. Yeah. Uh, so this is something where they find now he 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 goes into Dalton's room that night though. So the, she had said that she had described that there was a a man on the ceiling, uh, in a black wearing all black, all kind of spidery and scary, and had hooves for feet, and also had this red face. And so when he goes into Darth Maul, I'm sorry, it looks like Darth Maul. <laughs> he looks like 100%. Darth Maul. We keep seeing him throughout the movie, and I was like, every time I was like, oh, Darth Maul. <laughs> 
it's a scare it's a very they're very, it's a very good makeup effect it's done very well it's a very scary face but i wish they would have altered it slightly because it's too close and i can't again i can't help seeing it either i'm like oh it's darth maul every time i just feel darth maul so yes yeah, so we got darth maul uh, in this movie one of my proudest mo- moments of my mother is that she as uh, terry knows she dresses up like crazy for halloween she goes she goes nuts. hardcore yeah hardcore and she dressed up like darth maul one year and went to work that way so my mother was the director of parks and recreation for clark county in nevada and she went to a county commission meeting dressed as darth maul and sat there the whole time in this fucking costume and she said the county commissioner at the very end of the meeting was like okay who is darth maul like didn't even know who she was so i'm very proud i think of that when i think of darth maul go mom (laughs) We love you. We love you. We love you, Mama Marquesi. So great. Um, so yeah. So so she basically, you know, she's explaining. So he goes into Dalton's room that night and he sees pictures uh, he that Dalton had drawn before he went into the coma. That is basically exactly what she was saying. So now he mm-hmm. believes that oh maybe maybe she was right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, okay, well let's go back. Let's uh, it cements the theories. Let's do the big experiment. She talks about the further. So the again, this is a very poltergeisty thing where she's lost. He's lost in this other realm mm-hmm. where there's a bunch of other dead people who want to be close to him because he's alive. But we also have this supreme monster that's been chasing him. We do we ever figure out who the guy in the leather jacket is? Because there's a guy in the leather jacket that shows up a bunch and like yeah, is tormenting no, her. But we don't have find out who he is. He just right? seems like the like like the henchman of like the like of Darth Maul, right? He's like the mm-hmm. like one of the because he's one of the the big bads that he's got to get through. I feel like he's just one of the many spirits. Cause there's a lot of different spirits that we ultimately mm-hmm. are going to see in here. Right. We've got like the, the, the nuclear family kind of thing. We've got like the bride, we've got, you know, we've got like all these different kids. kinds of like the kids, the twin looking girls. There's a lot of different like mm-hmm. spirits that we're dealing with in this film. So I think he's just one of them. He just is one of the most menacing. Cause he seems to be the one that comes out that most often from the beginning of the film, because he seems to be the one that runs, you know, around the house and like mm-hmm. scares mom first and then eventually is going to come up and lick her in the face, like all kinds of craziness. Right. Yeah. So, um, so let's let's do mm-hmm. our big our big experiment. So Lin Shay is going to have this crazy gas mask thing that she seance. puts on seance yeah. and uh, whispers through it to Specs, who is listening on headphones and he's translating. He's writing down what she's saying. So at first it's a kind of she meets him and like she he's scared and they, they he doesn't want it. He said that will hurt me and there's no way out. So she finds um, Dalton. Yeah, mm-hmm. she finds him. Uh, and then Dalton is up out of bed after. Yeah. But after he's like told her, I can't see in here. If you're too loud, the man will, with the fire face will get us. There's no way out of here. All that good stuff. Yeah. I love when he gets up and mm-hmm. puts his little hand to the table mm-hmm. and freaking bonks them off that table with the force of the energy force of the other side. It's pretty fucked up. So now uh, mom shows up and she has a little bomb to drop. She's like, hey, this is I probably should have said this earlier, but we're going to say it now that uh, Josh, you should probably remember this uh what happened to you as a kid so he what has been they tell him has been astral projecting since he was a kid and mm-hmm. he's like uh don't remember that not me but she has these pictures as proof so she has pictures that she's taken of him as a little girl i'm a little kid and he keeps saying that there was an old woman that was coming for him and so in these pictures 
every picture she takes, she can see the old woman getting closer and closer and closer to him. So eventually she stopped taking his picture. So now he, he would said early in the movie, he didn't like pictures being taken of him. And so now there, she had, she had found one family portrait other than that. And she didn't know that this was the reason why, but now this is why mom knew Elise is because we had had the similar thing happen when he was a kid. So she had helped them before when he was a child. Exactly. So um, she's like, well, if anybody can help get Dalton out, it's probably going to be you, dude, because it's probably still coming for you as well. Um, and you also have experience doing this. So since she wasn't able to get him out of there, um, he's and it's the so only deep, one. He's the only one, of course. So he's Josh has got to go in. So but she gives him some rules, mm-hmm. which I always love. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember why you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Keep one foot in this world. Mm-hmm. And don't draw attention to yourself. He draws attention to himself immediately. This entire time. Immediately. Like, Dude, she just told you the rules. What are you doing? Let me well, let me go up and like get another ghost face and yell and stuff. Like okay. and bring a lantern and like yeah. all of it. Like it's just like, oh, okay. Um but he hasn't been good at listening to anybody the whole movie. So is it a surprise? No, nah. it's not. You're right. Uh, but she does tell him, uh, she hypnotizes him, tells him the universe is deathless and sends him on his way. So he finds his kid self in the further who helps guide him back to his old house where he sees his his famous old woman. And then we have a trio sitting in the living room. We see a, a daughter who, who kills them all mm-hmm. with this insane doll face and then finds the red door that Dalton had drawn. And yep. the, our leather jacket man is back, uh, gives him a little tussle. Has to but, fight it but, out right before he gets through that door, but he's going to get through. Uh, he is and he is stronger because he's alive i'm surprised they didn't like use your faith or something i'm really surprised that wasn't there but they thankfully skirted away skirted away we don't go into that (laughs) but he does go into the red door and finds dalton chained up and crying uh and tip to the tulip starts to feel play again and then we find our our creature Mm -hmm. who is in a room sharpening his claws a, a marionette room i'm not really clear why there's marionettes, but he's into it. Why not? Because he's the puppet master. He's pulling the strings on all these people from the other side. That's why. So is he so- a demon? Is he Satan? Who is this guy? All of the above. Sure. Okay. Sure. I like I like hooves. Hooves for feet. Always fun. Oh, for sure. Super hot. Uh, so he uh, grabs Dalton. Uh, Josh grabs Dalton, but gets lost in the darkness with all the malevolent spirits and all the lights go out um, and the ghosts start crossing over into their world. Yeah. Um, and then so you know when a character in a horror movie makes certain decisions mm-hmm. i didn't really like this character anyway mm-hmm. uh but now they get back and he immediately sends like separates from dalton it was like okay you go ahead i'm like dude you've spent this whole movie looking for your kid and now you're just gonna send him off into what are you doing why would yeah. you do that well clearly he still had one foot in the another world is what we find out real swiftly um and he might have already been possessed by another spirit even though he brought him back because they've opened the portal right essentially um so things are still gonna be bad for these people even though they got the sun back from the other side yeah he's back he's good he's awake that's all good happiness and yet uh josh faces his finds his old lady friend his old lady ghost and and confronts her but why leave me alone why did you go away um and we think it's okay until what happens terry Oh my gosh, we think it's okay until he Josh has a face off with um our dear um Elise um and uh, strangles her um and uh but there's thank goodness there was video or or, or footage because we're gonna find out that 
he may or may not be Josh anymore. He might be the creepy demon that he had fought as a child has now possessed him. Because mm-hmm. Elise immediately took a picture of him and he got really angry at that because now and now uh, Renee has seen the picture and now she knows as well. So the jig is up and uh, the ghost has turned into Josh. So now I know that there are multiple sequels to this movie. So I don't know if Renee is dead or not or Josh is. I think I think Patrick Wilson's in the sequels. So I don't know if. Well, some of them are prequels because they're out of sequence. So this is, I think, one of those ones. Yeah. So (laughs) just so you know, just for you, Julia, even though there's one, two, three, they're not in um, uh, chronological order. That is something to know about the whole series as well. So, oh, yeah. It does have a downbeat ending, which I always love. Yes. Yes. And and I did not expect the killing of of Lin Shea, which I also enjoyed. So that's awesome. Um. So that's insidious. And yeah. we did we we have covered this movie because this movie has been requested for many, many people have requested. So this movie. many people. This is people a big have... old favorite. People fucking love this movie. So we had to do it for you, for the yes. people. So how do you survive insidious? But well, you um maybe try not to cross over to the other other side. Try not to astral project. If you are an astral projector, then you gotta like like I think train. So um, do you figure... just leave your son in the other world then? No, you got to go get your kid. Okay. But you I also need to like I, follow the rules because you just said as soon as he went over there, he fucked up all the rules. He did. Follow the rules is always a good, you know, a good one to survive. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like you leave your kid in a coma <laughs> seems like the no. only, which is terrible. Don't but it's like, it. but think about how I many know. deaths he caused. I know, it's serious. Well, yeah, but he was also still if he if they still kept him alive or kept his body around, he's still a conduit like he was still yeah. going to be like a used. Eventually, he, they that guy would have woken him up and used him as a puppet. Right. He yeah. probably would have done what he eventually does to Josh to him. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. So it is difficult to when you're dealing with like spirits that you cannot just like kill by fire. Right. So was the the Darth Maul demon, was he in the attic? That's how he possessed Dalton, but Dalton wasn't asleep during that time. He was no, awake. he drew him into it through his dreams. He drew him in, and Dalton thought he was dreaming, is what it is. Like he didn't realize that he was like those things were really happening mm-hmm. when he would go to these places until it was too late, and so until his spirit got stuck over there, um, and so he went too far. He just thought he was just playing around, and then he didn't realize how far he got till he got like locked up in there. He fucked around and he found out. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Gore factor. Let's do it, shall we? Gore me. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, is a puddle of blood. Three, is enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, is a bathtub of blood. And five, is run for the barf bag. There is a bit of, oh, this is a two. There's a bit of gore in this, but it's not a gory film. Not PG-13 rating, they had to, you know, truncate whatever gore they had, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Although, um, again, I think this movie should definitely be an R. It's pretty intense. Like, from the seance alone, that seance is, like, really, really scary um, with just everything that kind of goes down. Um, and even just, like, the, the wringing of her neck at the end. Like, that's mm-hmm. terrifying um, yeah. to see people go out like that and just through that type of possession as well. 
Um, but, you know, uh, someone, a guy rips his own face off in Poltergeist and we still got a PG. So, you know, there's, you yeah, know. that makes no sense. And all the corpses and stuff that are like oozing yeah. and coming yeah, out of Spielberg's got some pull. He okay. Can, he can keep that monologue into gremlins. There's uh, he can keep, you know, he's, he's got power. The thing that broke so many, so many. <laughs> I was Steven like, Spielberg. I wasn't broken on Christmas till after I saw Gremlins. So as an adult, so I don't know. I don't know, Julia. I think maybe Joe Dante is doing. <laughs> don't blame Joe. Blame Steven. I'm going to blame Steven. Okay. Um, uh, ratings. Chainsaw is one of your desperate. Two barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastical. Um, this is a four for me. Um, not too shabby. I mean, I obviously, you know, um, we did it for you guys. Um, but I, <laughs> I feel so bad. Our fans are going to hate us for this, but this I know, but this, but they love us so because short. we're honest. Yeah. Right. I just, I just like, I just like it when, when, when Juan is more campy, like that's my thing. Like I really love, you know, like I like the nun stuff. I like like malignant. I like like stuff when it's more, I don't know. Um, I even prefer the conjuring over insidious quite honestly. I just, it's creepy, but it's not like I'm just not a ghosty person. Ghosts don't aren't my mm. aren't my jam necessarily. These cr- kind of creepy ghosts. So maybe I'm just not a ghost girl. I love vampires. I love werewolves. I basically love Twilight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what you got? What's your rating, my friend? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. no. I, I gave it a two and a half. <gasps> I holy I shit. Don't- I don't think it's a badly made film. I feel like it's very well done. I feel like the effects are cool. I feel like the actors are fine. Darth Maul fucked it up for you, huh? No, no. I just, a lot of it was how much it pulls from Poltergeist. And like, you're just kind of hitting the same beats, but less impressively, I guess. Um, So for me, I guess if you were a young person who had never seen Poltergeist, maybe this movie would be really impressive. But for me, I'm like, oh, it's just kind of a second rate Poltergeist. So sorry, fans. That's how I felt about it. And I and I always feel bad because I know people love this movie, but there's some no, you know, something for everyone. Right? That's OK. Just because there's stuff okay. you love that I'm like, I, I got nothing on that. We we, yeah. we we all have different tastes. It is OK. I think it's fine. I think, you know, if I was like, you know, eating some popcorn and hanging out with my friends, I would throw I could throw this on and then you know sure. enjoy some like fun things. Mostly I'd be yelling at Darth Maul like a good amount of the movie, which would also be fun for me because I fucking love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this was Insidious. <laughs> this was a, a, a very short episode on Insidious. Um, but I, I am I am glad to have watched it because people mention it quite a bit. And now I, I feel like I've filled in that movie gap and I can say that I've seen it. And that's always probably good. one of our most requested for sure. So it, I'm glad I, I'm glad I, we did it. And it's on a lot of people's top list. It like, is constantly. I know. And I mentally always get this confused with Sinister. And I don't I may I don't know why. Because the name feels similar. But, of, yeah. Yeah, but and they're kind of really scary to me. No, Sinister's is, and the, you know, it's it's both like we're moving into a house where things are awry, so mm-hmm. they're similar. But you give me an Ethan Hawke over Patrick Wilson any day of the week. Correct. They're firing on different cylinders as far as the process. I think too. I love Ethan Hawke so much. I just watched that um, the last movie stars series he did about Paul Newman oh. and Joanne uh, Joanne Woodard. He narrates it, right? It's not just that you. I. I you come is over. Our come over while we watch it i can't explain it because i want you to just okay. come hang out with me and watch it but um the way he you want gets me to watch the- ethan hawk uh say no just, say no more just come over we'll just binge it it's so good i did that one day and my cat rocky loved it he was obsessed as well um and just was like mesmerized so um it's very cool 
Um, he's an actor's actor and, I, and that's what it is. And I still love Patrick Wilson all day, but I get it. I would probably love to see Ethan Hawke do this as well. So, yeah. so uh, yeah. sorry, sorry to disappoint you fans, but uh, we, we tell you the truth on Horror Movie Survivor Guide and here we are. So if you would like to know what other movies, if you would like to recommend other movies to us, we let us we eviscerate say, another one of your favorite movies. Give it to us. <laughs> I really try. I really do go in really with every movie so with like the best intentions, and I know I, because I know how much work goes into making a film, right? So mm-hmm. I don't want to say bad things about it because I know how hard everyone worked and how proud everyone is of the movie and like the whole thing. But you can't love every movie, and this is the way the cookie crumbles, right? It just this is how it happens. But if you have a movie that you would like us to, to talk about, please let us know. We always look at your suggestions. You can talk to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can join our Patreon if you'd love to support. You can join our Teespring if you'd like to buy some things. And you can just talk to us about anything, really. Yeah, for Insidious sure. Insidious or horror movies or, or otherwise. Not. Or something musicals, else. Clothes. Oh my god, musicals are great. Food, anything. Oh yeah, we'll I love talk. food recommendations. Swatch watches. We can talk about anything. Okay, I love you. <laughs> Have a beautiful week, Have fans. a good week, everybody. Stay Bye. safe. Don't let Darth Maul get you. thank you for listening horror movie survival guide is independently produced by terry gamble julia marchesi and sierra ryan hey that's me if you would like to support the show find us on patreon.com slash horror movie survival guide